they're not just coming for bear honey. They're coming for any honey, period. That was more miserable than pissed off. Saturdays for or for the boys. My ear mattress just popped. I like Cole, get your gun, we're in the middle of a bear attack. <laughs> Um, it does not, in fact, put the fish in the boat for you, though, I found out. Big buck. Big buck, Cole. Big buck. Welcome back to Jumping the String Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a while, and I'll tell you why. I have some exciting news here at Jumping the String. But first, let's get into a couple things I wanted to talk about today. Many of you have probably heard of the grizzly bear attack, fatal attack near Yellowstone. Most people think it happened inside the park. Uh, However, that's not the case. It did occur in some national forest land right near the park. And I believe that was in the last week of July or third week of July, something like that. Strangely enough, not a ton of information released on that incident, which is very strange considering it was a fatal, fatal attack. What we know a hiker, I think a trail runner actually, found dead in the wee hours of the morning from a obvious bear attack. Grizzly bear attack, that is. So, of course, uh, Fish and Wildlife, in conjunction with Montana Fish, Wildlife, and, Wife and Parks, set some traps in the hope that they can capture this bear. And I believe after a couple weeks, the search was called off. After having found no bear, no evidence uh, that that bear is going to be caught. So, tragic situation. Uh, Again, I don't think they've released what they believe are their findings. If it was predatory, if uh, it was a sow with cubs, if the uh, person got too close to the bear, or if it was a startle situation. Uh, typically, these things with grizzly bears are startle situations. You bump into them, and they feel like they don't have anywhere to go but to attack you. So, I don't think the uh, person was eaten at all or fed on. So, that indicates more of a startle situation. And because of this, of course, there's the um, chest beating from uh, every direction <laughs> that occurs when there's a fatal grizzly attack. And lots of misinformation going around, lots of um, feelings and emotions involved in things. Here at Jumping the String, we firmly believe in the delisting process for grizzly bears. Grizzly bears met their recovery numbers like two decades ago. And we just keep kicking the can down the road, keep them, keeping them in the legal process. Uh, using the Endangered Species Act, which historically has been a contentious political point because we keep animals on there too long and we use them as a political talking point when they're on the Endangered Species Act. But they need to be removed. Uh, It's well past time. They have steady numbers, growing numbers, expanding numbers. It's time to delist them, put a little bit of pressure just a tiny bit, uh, make them afraid of humans again, and uh, it will actually help with dispersion. There's probably too many grizzly bears in too small of an area right now, and we got to get them out of this greater Yellowstone ecosystem 
as well as the NDCE. Um, move them down into the Bitter Roots, move them into the uh, western side of Idaho and beyond. Keep them moving east, keep them moving west and south, and that will help disperse them by putting a little bit of pressure on them. I don't, I don't believe the point that keeping them on the Endangered Species Act will help their numbers in the long term. It's of my opinion and many biologists' opinions uh, and just science in general. Once you've reached a certain number of animals, the land cannot sustain that amount of animals. And I think we're at that point. So either we need to reduce the numbers we have or uh, try to get the animals that are currently where they're at moved out. And I think uh, hunting after delisting is the perfect way to go about it. Just like every other species uh, has responded, I don't believe that grizzly bears will be the only animal that doesn't respond how every other species has. And I also think that grizzly bears shouldn't be the only species that gets... That's the end of my rant. So let's uh, let's delist grizzly bears for a American conservation success story because that's what it is. Uh, brink of extinction... We've quadrupled their numbers since they went on the Endangered Species Act in the 70s. It's time to, to move on, check the box, call it good, and let the states continue the management of grizzly bears. Continuing on to a uh, <laughs> quite a different <clears throat> animal attack, also in Montana. Um, I think that's the theme of today's episode is animal attacks. It seems like a, a good topic I don't think we've covered before. Uh, so also in Montana from a couple weeks ago or maybe a week ago now, depending on when you hear this, otter attacks three women intertubing on Montana River and one of them was airlifted to a hospital. Uh, that sounds like a crazy wild story. Sounds like three women were on inner tubes on the Jefferson River. They were watching a river otter and then the river otter then decided to swim over, say hello, attack the three of them, and sending one, I guess, that required major medical attention via a helicopter. Kind of crazy. I wonder what the injuries were. I wonder what was going on with that otter. I'd be curious to see more of their findings on that because that's very rare. I've never heard of a river otter attack, at least not in the United States. River otters here are pretty small and generally keep to themselves very skittish of humans. So that's kind of an interesting story there. I really wonder what happened. And also the the tourists of Yellowstone continue to bother the bison and get attacked. It is uh, tourist tossing season here in Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, surrounding areas uh, around Yellowstone that have bison, mostly inside the park. Tourists come, get too close to the bison, try to pet it, try to take selfies, and the bison inevitably charges them and tosses them. And there's usually a still shot or a video taken of them flying through the air because they did not keep the proper distance from the bison. It is uh, quite sad to see these videos. I'm sure you guys have seen them all over YouTube, Instagram. If not, just do a quick search and you'll find like a hundred of them of people 
approaching bison, trying to pet them, trying to take selfies with them, trying to get as close as they possibly can. And then uh, the bison ultimately grunts and walks away or ends up tossing them. So tourists of Yellowstone are causing havoc over there. I read a report that some guy stuck his foot in one of the sulfur ponds. Some of you have probably heard of Old Faithful, I'm sure. These geysers, geothermal, uh, basically boiling pots of lava, and uh, people stick their hands and, and legs in. I think they found a foot in one recently, which is crazy. I don't get why as soon as people go outside to these national parks, they just lose all sense of self-control and begin hurting themselves, whether it's self-inflicted or otherwise. It just kind of boggles my mind. And another interesting one coming from outside of Montana this time, heading over to Michigan. Uh, Michigan DNR recently investigated an animal attack. Uh, a woman that wishes to remain anonymous alleges that she and her dog were attacked by a wolf in Michigan. Would be another extremely rare instance. Kind of raises the raises your eyebrows, makes you wonder a couple things. She included images of bruises that she, that she sustained during the incident. Uh, took place on July 12th in, I think it's Eli Township. Wildlife biologist investigated the scene, concluded it was a coyote. So, um, lady disagrees. I tend to side with the uh, wildlife biologist. I don't think there's some government conspiracy cover-up there. I think it's probably a coyote. Coyotes attack people and dogs far more often than people realize. However, wolves do not typically do that. The woman claims the predator had her dog's head in its mouth and she had to hit the animal to get it to release. That's how she says she received the bruises. Uh, looking at the pictures, they are some pretty good-looking bruises. And then she says her dog grabbed the coyote, pinned it to the ground, and then in the process ended up getting bit. Again, depending on the size of the wolf, alleged wolf, size of the dog, probably a coyote uh, is my guess. And then it goes into, there was somebody was talking about a statement. They took the, the dog to the vet. The vet agreed it was a coyote. And then he goes on to say, two professionals independently say this was a coyote. We're not covering anything up. I'm presenting the facts, so obviously there's some folks that think this was a wolf, um, but probably not, just statistically speaking, and especially if you're not going to, uh, if you're going to remain anonymous, um, that leads me to believe it was a coyote. This is the second case in the UP that they've had a coyote attack on a dog, eh, yada, 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 so on. Yeah, so some pretty good bruises from the pictures there. Um, another interesting animal attack. So, yeah, check those out. Uh, hit the Google machine. Some interesting stories there. Uh, I really just wanted to talk about the grizzly attack mostly. Um, like I said, I wish there was some more information just because it, it's, um, you know, obviously very sad, but also, you know, interesting stories to follow of these fatal bear attacks in the uh, Rocky Mountain West in the uh, grizzly bear range currently. Just something that interests me. 
Hopefully we can continue the efforts to delist grizzly bears. So just a couple housekeeping things to wrap up. Our friend Johnny Goodrich has been putting out some awesome fishing videos on YouTube. So check him out, Johnny Goodrich on YouTube. Uh, he's easy to find. Hammering the fish, boy. Like nobody's business. It makes me uh, miss my warm water fishing days. I uh, I wouldn't give up my blue ribbon trout streams for anything, but but man, I miss just uh, drop shotting for perch or tossing big old eight inch uh, gulp worms onto lily pads and working it down for a big bass. But uh, yeah, check his uh, check his YouTube out, Johnny Goodrich, for some uh, really cool fishing videos he's been putting out. Looking ahead, we have some really awesome guests scheduled out. I think you guys are really going to like it. Um, Cole and I have been working hard to book some um, some good folks that have some good conversations with us. If you've missed our previous guests, go back and check it out. A Prepared Patriot, we had Douglas Bowes back on. Uh, we had John Lusk from Lusk Archery Avengers. A uh, bunch of great folks came on the show for us, so check those episodes out if you haven't yet. As always, uh, if possible, please leave a five-star review on whatever. And as always, uh, check us out on Instagram at jumpingthestring. Same with YouTube. Send us an email, nick at jumpingthestring.com. Send your questions in. Uh, We will be happy to answer them on the air. If you are listening and are interested in coming on as a guest, we'd love to talk to you. Message us directly on Instagram or send me an email. We'd love to get you on, talk about uh, whatever it is you do um, and your love for the outdoors, hunting, fishing, trappers. I love to get some foresters, biologists, some specialty experts that uh, love their craft and can uh, drop some knowledge on us. And lastly... The secret everyone's been waiting for and why we've been quiet the past few weeks. Um, We added a new member to the Jumping the String family, a new baby boy for OPSEC reasons. I'm not going to say his name, but it's uh, my wife and I's first child, and he's just the best little baby we could have asked for. He's perfect in every way. Uh, We love him so much, and we're excited for him to grow up and do all these awesome things out here in Montana. Man, what a lucky kid to grow up out here in the last best place. And we're really excited to see him grow and mature, and but not too fast. Stay a baby for a little while, buddy. So yeah, so that's that. Been keeping that in the down low for quite a while. Just wanted to share that with you guys. As always, thanks so much for listening. Check us out on our social please leave us a five-star review. And if you're listening on Stitcher, unfortunately, Stitcher dies later this month. I think like August 25th or 29th or something. Uh, Stitcher is no more. So you'll have to find a new platform to listen on. Again, guys, thanks so much. We'll see you on the next one.